Great, great morning. Great, great morning, awesome people. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning, awesome people. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning. Great, great morning, awesome people. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning. Drum roll. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. Great, great morning. Awesome people. Listen, I am up and I am praising the Lord. So welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. This is Reverend Allison. This is the day that the Lord has made. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my Facebook Live at 5 a.m. So let us begin. The scripture for this morning is 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter, the 14th verse. The scripture for this morning is 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter, the 14th verse. That is the King James Version. And it reads, if my people, which I call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Two words, if and then, these words unlock the promises that God has for us in the text. Our title, motivational word for today, detox your mind. We have to detox our mind in this season. The definition for detox means it is a process or period of time in which one abstains from or rids the body of toxic or unhealthy substance. So we're getting ready to go into the new year and we want to detox our mind. So here are four things that I wanna point out, four points that I wanna point out in the scripture. I'll read it again. If my people, which I call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. The first one would be humble themselves. Humble themselves is a statement of position. That same position, is needed in reconciling your relationship with God. When we humble ourselves, we bend low, we meet God on our knees. A humble person not only sees himself or herself as they are lowly and desperate, but they see God as he really is. Majestic, sovereign, and gracious. We see a God who too humbled himself on a cross so that he could be in relationship with us. God wants a relationship with us. God wants us to humble ourselves and begin to commune with him, walk with him, talk with him, get connected to him. Point number two, pray. Spend time with God. Praying indicates a relationship between the creator and us. It is hard to get right with God, if you aren't spending time with God, spending time praying, 
reading God's word daily. You can't be right with God if you aren't communicating with God. It is your responsibility to get right with God. You can't blame no one else. Stop blaming someone else if you're not as close to God as you want to be. Stop blaming someone else if you're not spending that time with God, that quality time with God. Stop blaming someone else. Oh, I had to go here. I had to do this. I had to do that. If you don't have a relationship with God, building a relationship with God is the most important thing that you can do in your life. So stop blaming others if you're not building that relationship with God on your own. You can't have, you can't wait for someone else to build a relationship with God for you. Like I can't build a relationship with God for my children. I can teach them, I can direct them, I can show them, but they still have to um, build that one-on-one relationship with God. And that's what I encourage them to do is to build that relationship with God. God has granted us the distance, the space and time through this pandemic to spend time with him, to learn the character of him, to build up our confidence in him, to trust in him more, to learn how he thinks, to learn his mind, to let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So even if you didn't spend time with God um, before the pandemic, guess what? When we were stuck in the house for the times that we were, the days, the hours, the minutes, That was time for you to build a relationship with God. That was your time for you to build your confidence in the Lord. That was your time to build your trust in the Lord. That was your time for you to learn the character of God. That was your time for you to find scriptures that pertain to, does God really love me? Is God really thinking about me? Is God really concerned about the things that I'm concerned about? That was your time to build. And you still have time. You still have time to do what it is that God is calling you to do. Um, As I move on, the third one is seek my face, long for God's presence. And, you know, I always say this all the time and sometimes it just I I just blurt it out. Um, um, It's always say. um, When you seek God, you see God. When you seek God, you see God, you'll see God in the things that are going, that's going on around in your life, the things that um, your everyday things that you're like, well, what just happened? You know, and you're like, wait a minute. I remember I prayed to God about that. I remember I asked God something about that. You know, reveal this to me, reveal that to me. God has been revealing so many things to me in this pandemic season and even Um, Before all of that, you know, God was revealing things to me. And um, so I'm excited about all that God is going to do. So point number three says, or um, one of the things I want to point out to you is number three, seek my face, seek my face, long for God's presence. Seek my face shows the intent of our desire to be with God. Too often we are seeking God for everything else. We are seeking God for more money, a better job, a better home, for a husband, for a wife, for children. But when we seek God, we see God. When we seek God, we see God. When we seek God for our purpose, it's revealed. When we seek God for the plans that he has for our lives, it's revealed. 
When we seek God for directions, it's revealed. When we seek God for wisdom, it's revealed. When we seek God for peace in our home, it's done. When we seek God for peace on the job, it's done. When we seek God for what's going on on our jobs, dealing with our supervisors, dealing with our coworkers, when we seek God, it's done. God reveals it. God gives us clarity. God gives us wisdom. God gives us understanding about that situation. When we seek God for whatever it is that's going on in our lives, God will reveal to us the things that we need to know, the things that we need to do, how we need to act, how we need to say it. So seek God. Seek his face. Seek my face. And then number four says, turn from their wicked ways. Point number four, turn from their wicked ways. Turn from your evil ways. Stop being mean, nasty, and hateful. Turn from your evil ways, sinful, unholy lifestyle. As you walk toward God, this shows your repentance. Turn from your wicked ways. Stop trying to set people up. Stop plotting and planning. You know, turn from your wicked ways. You've been doing this for a long time. Some people have been doing evil for a long time. Some people have been roaming around this earth, doing things to other people for a long time, setting them up, trying to plot and plan their failure. Turn from your wicked ways. Turn from your evil ways and repent. Repentance means to turn around. When are you going to turn around and stop doing evil against other people. When are you going to, I always say, grow up. When are you going to grow up and become that man or that woman? When are you going to grow up and stop doing childish things and stop doing things the way that the world does it? You can't call yourself a child of God and you're still doing evil against other people. You're still plotting and planning and setting things up. Where they do that? They, no, that's not of God. Stop that. Get in line, get in order, align your life up with God. Turn from your evil ways. Turn from your wicked ways. Listen, you still have time. All is not lost. You still have time to get it right. You've been doing evil for a long time. You've been plotting and planning against people for a long time. How about make today the day that you start living for Christ? How about make today the day that you turn things around and that you do it the right way? Repent describes a moral and spiritual act of getting right with God. Repentance does not mean to feel sorry or to cry over or to blame someone else for the wrong in one's life. It is to say, I'm going in the wrong direction. I need to turn around from my wicked ways. Repentance is the act of changing the direction in which the heart is inclined. How about changing your heart? How about have a heart change, a heart check? How about that? How about having a heart change, a heart check? Check your heart. You can't say that you're a child of God and you're doing evil to people that have done nothing to you. Heart check, check your heart. See if it lines up with God. See if it lines up with his word. How about you do a heart check? How about you just check? See if you're in line with what God is saying. God and sin 
can't occupy the same space. Let me say that again. God and sin can't occupy the same space. A person who is right with God has confessed their sin so that only God resides in their heart. And then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to belittle what we are going through today, but I believe more than anything else that God wants to bring healing to the land. God's heart desire is to extend his mercy among the land. But if my people, which I call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. We must begin to detox our mind in the midst of this pandemic. It's crucial. Romans 12, 2 says, hallelujah, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Another scripture as you detox your mind, Ephesians 4.23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Colossians 3.2, set your affections on things above, not on the things on the earth. And this last scripture, Philippians 4.8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. We must begin to detox our mind in this season so that we can see the move of God, experience the move of God, see the shift that's taking place in the atmosphere, see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living, hear the truth, speak the truth and begin to live out the truth for our lives. Listen, have a wonderful, awesome day on purpose. And don't allow no one to steal your joy. Don't allow them to steal your peace. They didn't give it to you and they can't take it away. This joy I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This peace I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This joy I have, the world didn't give and the world can't take it away. This peace that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Remember your purpose. If you don't remember, no, I want you to remember everything that I said, but if you don't remember anything, remember that your purpose still stands regardless of your past. Why? Because God didn't change his mind about you. God still has a purpose and a plan for your life. Your purpose still stands regardless of your past. That means regardless of what happened yesterday, regardless of what you didn't do, regardless of what you didn't say, your purpose still stands regardless of your past. Seek God, ask God for forgiveness and see what it is that God has for you. That perfect plan for your life. Have a wonderful, awesome day on purpose. Peace.